With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello, I'm Craig Ellingson, sports editor at the Edmonton Journal. This is the Oilers Road Report for Friday, November 28th, 2014. With me on the phone from St. Louis is Jim Matheson, our journal hockey writer. Hi, Jim. Okay. Last night, the uh, Oilers uh, skated to a one nothing loss, their eighth in a row, but an overtime loss to the Predators, and they played a much better game. They did. Actually, they played the last five periods fairly well. The last two periods against Dallas, where they lost 3-2, and then the entire game against Nashville. A nice, you know, yardstick game against not taking anything away from Dallas but they're a 500 team and Nashville is one of the five or six best teams in the league and only last one home game in regulation all year out of 10 games so that was a nice yardstick game and considering they'd lost the previous two games to Nashville um, it could you know just as easily as snowballs and they, you know they lose 4-1 or something like that but they played very well from especially in the first period where they've had so much trouble they didn't score They've had acres of trouble scoring in the first period this year, but they didn't give up a goal either. So, you know, that's a step in the right direction because they've been behind in so many games after one period, and uh, they kept it going. And, you know, I think they deserved, you know, a better fate. In fact, Ken Hitchcock this morning says he thought that the Oilers deserved to win the game. So, And uh, Brent Peterson, the former associate coach for Nashville after last night's game, said uh, we won the game because Pecorini was tremendous. So. Uh, the way it goes. Now, the only problem with the orders, of course, is they played really well but didn't get anything out of it in terms of a W. So that's still somewhat elusive. And tonight, the game against St. Louis won't be any easier for sure because they're every bit as good as uh, Nashville. Now, what have you seen uh, from the orders these last five periods of play? They played better. What have they been More doing these last five, five periods you know, compared to before? You know, the, obviously, compared to that 7 1 loss. Competing better, I think. You know, Somewhat better defensively, not phenomenally phenomenal in terms of you know keeping pucks away from their own net because you know Dallas had 34 shots on, on Victor Faust uh, uh, in the you know the Tuesday game, so they didn't exactly shut it down. But better defensively and and their, their compete level is somewhat higher, and they were they seem to be able to to take the the consist you know the compete level from one period to the next which is, hasn't happened since they, they beat the Rangers three to one in November 9th there's been so many games where they start slowly and then then it's, you know it's like they're, they're they notice the house is on fire and they say oh we better get going here and they close strongly but they're too far 
in St. Louis on a number of occasions over the last several years. Now, Justin Schultz uh, sat out last night's game, uh, the Oilers' number one defenseman. Uh, will we see him tonight? Well, that's a good question. The coach, Dallas Aikens, was not going to be available till about 5.30 this evening, so he wasn't around to ask at the player availability today. Uh, I did, however, see Keith Ollie and Martin Brinson hiking down a hallway with Chad Drummond, the uh, fitness and strength guy for what appeared to be a workout. So that would lead me to believe that those two defensemen are not playing. Brinson didn't play last night either, but Ollie did. So if Ollie is going for a workout, uh, maybe he's out and Justin Schultz is back in. So it would just be a one-game thing. And they did have some trouble last night on their power play without Justin Schultz. You know, they tried some different people. Tried Fane, Keaton. You know, it wasn't like they, they had one definite quarterback there for two-thirds of a power play, so they could probably use him back here uh, tonight. But he's going to have to play better than he's been playing. And certainly, the Blues were one of those the top three or four teams in terms of getting in on defensemen and making it uncomfortable for defensemen to get the puck out of their hands. So, um, if he plays, he's going to have to be better than than he's been uh, defensively. And, um, I think the orders will live with the fact that that uh, he's not getting maybe as many points as they would like for the defense. But they want to be much better defensively. Matt Hendricks, uh, of course, took that shot off uh, the Shea Weber shot off his D uh, early in the game and did not return. Uh, is he looking? I would imagine he's looking much like a guy. He's looking much like a guy who's just fallen down a flight of stairs and uh, is at the bottom of the uh, stairs, uh, hardwood stairs, wondering what the heck happened here and then limping away. So he can't even, he can barely walk, so he's not playing tonight. So um, it's the worst guy in the league to uh, to hit you with a, sl- a slapper. And Weber felt bad, uh, badly, that he hit his former Nashville teammate and he fact texted Hendricks after the game last night to say he was sorry. So. Uh, Hendricks knew what he was doing and hoped it wouldn't get him in the wrong spot, uh, but it did, and, uh, and right in the kneecap. So they say it's not broken. He's had x-rays, say it's not broken, but I'm sure it's badly bruised, so he is not playing tonight. So Jesse Yonsu, who did not play last night, a late change. He was supposed to be playing in the morning, and then uh, they skated uh, Yonsu and Gaznik in the pregame warm-up, and they decided to play Gaznik instead, and Gaznik played very well. I know the people back in Edmonton, the Corsi people, do not like Luke Gazdick. They think he has no puck possession skills and is not that good defensively. Uh, the only thing they like is that he usually beats up the guys he's fighting. But I thought he played very well last night, and so did Dallas Akins in almost 10 minutes of work. And uh, the line with Dreisaitl and Gazdick and Perron was quite effective. In fact, David Perron said that. Uh, just 10 minutes ago, he said, you know, more of a straight line game. Um, you know, Luke likes to go to the net, and uh, David said, I thought I played better, and, I, and it's certainly Leon. He said that was one of Leon's best games he's played in a long while, so um, that line probably be together, together again uh, this evening. Now, Victor Fosta played a good game last night, you know, obviously uh, carrying a shutout into overtime, but just to lose. But it is back-to-back games, so we logic would dictate we probably would see Ben Scrivens. But it would Akers be tempted to go back to Fost? I would play Fost again, considering the game he played last night. But you know, 
most in this league, usually if you play the same guy back to back, his record is not that great. You know, unless you're you know, Henrik Lundqvist or somebody like that who plays every night anyway, or you Marty Brodeur in his day. So I suspect it'll be Ben Scrivens who hasn't played um, since the Chicago game, um, where he started the game and then Victor Foss came in. So Ben's game is is you know a little spotty right now. It's not. Uh, it's certainly not as good as as he would hope. You know, in terms of of his um, you know stats. I mean, it's not. You know, it's still got a, a save percentage under nine, and you know the bar in the National Hockey League used to be nine save percentage, nine hundred save percentage, and that was acceptable. But now it seems to be about nine ten, and uh, like I said, he's under under nine, so he really has to get it going. And you know, it'll be a good test against uh, St. Louis. I mean, they they crowd the net and they they do lots of good stuff. So you know, Ben's save percentage is eight eight seven. Victor Foss is eight nine three. So, and you know Ben's goal average is also three five three three five. So that has to improve as well. So he needs a good game, start to finish, as the team does. And uh, let's see if uh, they can play two good games in a row. And it'd be nice to get a win before too long, because uh, eight games was uh, nothing. And what what's happened, Greg, is now the orders The last two games they played well, but they can't score. The last four games have been shut out twice by New Jersey and last night by Nashville. Uh, they got one goal against Chicago and they got two against uh, Dallas. So that's four goals, or three goals rather, in the last four games. And, you know, the Oilers are supposed to be a, an offensive team, but they've only scored, you know, I think 53 goals um, on the season. So 51 goals, rather, I'm sorry. And uh, so, you know, that's not nearly enough. To win in this game, you know, it's as Daryl Sutter said, it's a three-two league. If you get three goals, and the other team only gets two, you usually win. But if you're averaging less than three goals a game, you're going to be losing a lot. Now you mentioned uh, Martin Brodeur. Uh, you know, of course, he's uh, in St. Louis on that uh, tryout. How strange is it to uh, consider Mr. Brodeur in St. Louis silks? Uh, very. He looked kind of odd and all blue. Uh, today, instead of there's no uh, no uh, red, uh, no uh, black and red. He did look kind of strange, to be brutally honest, and he admitted that. He says, um, he said, now you know, I've got to get my mask painted a different color, and uh, you know everything. He says, you know, and he was signing a puck this morning that had the blue note on it, and I says that fine. That was very strange to be, to be doing that. So, but you know, he's here, and I'm sure they'll sign him. I mean. He, he doesn't look like he's gained 40 pounds, you know, like a sports writer or anything like that, not in the summer. So he looks like he's still in shape, and if he can stop the pucks, you know, Brian Elliott's out week to week. It could be a month. It could be six weeks. Um, and Jake Allen's barely played the National Hockey League, so I'm sure they'll sign him. Uh, he'll play two practices on, have two practices rather Monday and Tuesday, and they'll get a better read. And, but as Ken Hitchcock says this morning, it's not my call, it's his call. He's going to the Hall of Fame, and if he says he can play, he can play. And, you know, he knows his own body. He knows uh, if he's stopping the shots, he should stop. And if he's not, then he'll probably tell us because I'm not ready. So, um, But it's his call, and I'm sure they'll sign him. And then the hypothetical happens. And what happens when Brian Elliott comes back in a month? They've got three goalies here. So, um, But for now, 
uh, they're getting that guy going to the Hall of Fame, and he's just sitting there waiting. Much like the orders, it's much the same situation, I think, Craig, as Ilya Brizgalov last year, where you know, they're obviously not the same caliber of goaltenders, but Brizgalov was sitting around doing nothing in November. The orders signed him, and they, they sent him to their minor league affiliate in Oklahoma City to play a couple of games. Uh, Ken Hitchcock said that will not be the case with Marty Brodeur. If he looks like he can stop the pucks in practice, he'll be playing the games. Uh, he's not going to uh, uh, the American Hockey League uh, to uh, stop pucks. Not when you're going to the Hall of Fame. Now you know St. Louis, uh, you know, signing Brodeur, uh, you know, it's because of Elliot's injury, it sort of speaks to uh, what the what the situation is in, in the league in general as, as far as goaltending goes. I mean. A team like the Oilers, you know, are struggling, you know, in the big picture in nets. And so yeah, and well, here we have I mean, a the only, name that, the only name that came up uh, to my way of thinking was Anthony Niemi in San Jose, and their team is struggling, and he's the unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. And, you know, maybe he doesn't want to resign in San Jose, and if that San Jose knows that, then his name is probably out there. And he hasn't played as well the last year or so as he did when he won the Stanley Cup. And, Chicago for sure so but you know the orders are going to go with what they've got and um, you know it's very handy for uh, for the St. Louis Blues that Marty Brodeur wants to play for the St. Louis Blues he wasn't ever going to play for an Eastern Conference team because he, he, he didn't want to play against the Jersey Devils even once and you know West he took a look at the standings and the Blues are a Stanley Cup contender and if he's going to go out and this is his last year and uh may as well play for the St. Louis Blues because they got as good a chance as anybody uh, mm. to do so. Yeah, and we're, and we're still pretty early in the season too. The trade deadline is not for oh, not for a while. So no I, trades for the Oilers either. Uh, it doesn't appear to be so. Uh, they're going with what they got for now. So mm-hmm. lots of rumors, but uh, no trades. Okay, Maddie. Well, thanks very much, and uh, enjoy the game. And uh, you'll get to come back to our uh, Snowmageddon here, although it's not quite like Buffalo. But, but uh, yeah, the, the pictures that my son sent me a picture, uh, uh, texted me a picture and said you're not missing anything, so it did <laughs> look pretty frosty. You're certainly not. All right, Maddie, thanks very much.